Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Paralegal Voice, and this is Vicki Voison with you today on an extended episode of our show, a little longer than we're accustomed to, but my guest, Adam Cameras, has so many tips for you that will help you reduce stress, increase productivity, and in general, make your life easier. You're going to love all of these tips, so I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Paralegal Voice, where you hear the latest issues and trends in the world of paralegals and legal assistance by one of the best-known paralegals in the industry, Vicki Voison. A paralegal for more than 20 years, Vicki is dedicated to helping legal professionals reach their goals. You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Paralegal Voice here on Legal Talk Network. I'm Vicki Voison, the Paralegal Mentor and host of the Paralegal Voice. I'm a NALA Advanced Certified Paralegal. I publish a newsletter titled Paralegal Strategies, and I'm also the co-author of The Professional Paralegal, A Guide to Finding a Job and Career Success. You'll find more information at paralegalmentor.com. My guest today is Adam Camrus. Adam is the Chief Executive Officer of Logical, the company that owns and operates leading legal brands, including Legal Talk Network, ServeNow, and Serve Manager. The Los Angeles, California native has been involved in legal since 2001 and enjoys learning about the latest technology and trends affecting the industry. Adam travels the country for speaking engagements, CLEs, attending conferences, and also meeting with members of the legal community. Adam was also a guest on the Paralegal Voice in 2011 for one of Logical Sister Companies, where we talked about how to find and hire trusted process servers. That interview and our relationship also led to their acquisition of Legal Talk Network at the end of 2012. Welcome, Adam. Thank you, Vicki. Great to be here. So glad to have you. And indeed, it's been since 2012 that we've been partnered for this show. I like that. So Adam, before we begin, our sponsors need to be recognized and thanked. NALA, a professional association for paralegals providing continuing education and professional certification programs for paralegals at NALA.org. NALA is a force in the promotion and advancement of the paralegal profession and has been a sponsor of the Paralegal Voice since the very first show. Our next sponsor is Boston University, offering an online certificate in paralegal studies. If you're seeking a professional credential or just want to further develop your skills, Boston University provides an affordable, high-quality 14-week program. Visit paralegalonline.bu.edu for more information. That's paralegalonline.bu.edu. And ServeNow, a nationwide network of trusted pre-screened process servers, work with the most professional process servers who have experience with high-volume serves, embrace technology, and understand the litigation process. Visit ServeNow.com to learn more. 
The goal of Paralegal Voice is to discuss a wide range of topics important to the paralegal industry and share with you leading trends, significant developments, and resources you'll find helpful in your career and your everyday job. Guests are usually included to help explore timely topics, and for that reason, I've invited Adam Cameras to be with me today. Today, Adam is going to talk about his presentation, Time is the New Green, Tools to Optimize Your Practice and Your Life. Adam's been giving some modified version of this presentation over the last 12 months at various legal conferences, starting with the Ohio State Bar Association. Now, Adam, I'm all about saving time and being more productive, and so that's why I'm so interested in your topic. So, you know, what is Time is the New Green? Yeah, well, thank you, Vicki. Again, so excited to be here with you on this episode. And and I think before I get started, I, I don't say how appreciative we are enough and how grateful we are for, one, the opportunity to be you know, part of the Legal Talk Network. We attribute all of that to you, but also every single month, the time and effort that you put into creating this really educational and beneficial content for your audience. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. I really appreciate hearing that. I'm sure happy to be here and working with you. Well, I'm definitely happy to be here. And this presentation really came about in terms of just about respecting time. It's the most precious commodity that we all have. As we all know, they're not making any more of it. And it boils down to, you know, if you want, you know, more money, better health, you know, experiences with your friends and family and and everything you want out of life, you need time to be able to do that. And so this presentation is about the tools and apps and technology and what I call sometimes life hacks that I'm using to recapture some of that and kind of own my time better. Well, I like that. I always say you can't make more time, borrow time, steal time. You can't do any of that. You just have to use your time in a better way. So tell me what made you want to create Time is the New Green? Yeah, the impetus was a lot of pain and a microphone. Okay. What do you mean about pain and a microphone? (laughs) Tell us. Yeah, I guess I can elaborate on that. Well, the pain was really never having enough time and always feeling like I'm jumping from project to project and task to task and not ever really feeling like I was doing an excellent job of any of those buckets of my life that were important to me. And the real thing was that I would have what I, you know, would think was a sort of a fulfilled day, but yet the pain of it is I would be going to sleep that night where I should be saying, wow, this was great, and look at what I achieved and what I accomplished, and, you know, and the opportunities that were created, but I was closing my eyes going to bed thinking about all of the things that I didn't get done that day. And that's a terrible way to live, a terrible way to close your eyes at the end of the day. And something happened that helped me get comfortable changing that. And that was Lawrence Coletti, who is the executive producer at Legal Talk Network, asked me to bring a microphone on a trip we were leaving on the next day. And I said, no problem. And I was getting everything ready for the trip the next day. And I realized I'd sent that microphone off to our Denver office because they needed it for recording. 
And I live in Los Angeles, as you mentioned, and there's a guitar center not too far away from here. And I started thinking about, wait a minute, I'm going to leave here in the middle of the workday. I've got a number of things that I had planned on doing. I'm going to spend, and granted, it's maybe two miles, so I'm going to spend anywhere from 20 minutes to two hours getting there in Los Angeles traffic. I probably should have just walked. Buying the microphone and coming back. And I started thinking to myself, there's got to be there's got to be a better way. And that just seems like a terrible use of my time. Why am I going to leave the office right now to go get a microphone? There's all these services out there that can help me. So I called up this store. I called up Guitar Center. And I said, you know, do you deliver? And they said, no, we don't. But we have Google Express will come pick up. I said, Google Express. Well, I know Google, but what's Google Express? And by the way, I also checked on uh, Amazon to see if you know they had a same-day delivery or see if there was some other way. And granted, I spent a little time trying to figure this out. But when I figured out Google Express, I went there, logged on two minutes later, set up an account. They had a free, you know, I don't know, three-month trial, ordered it. By the end of that day, the mic was there. And it was really that point on that I decided I was going to make a transformative shift in terms of how I manage my time and try and use as much technology as possible to help me do that because it was broken. There's no reason why when there is a far better solution out there to have this delivered that I should be spending my time doing that, especially with Los Angeles traffic. You you never know what you're going to get. Well, Adam, when you described that, I think you described the way about 99% of the legal staff feels. We're always far behind. And not only that, but people are trying to balance work and family and so, you know, and their outside activities, and they feel all the stress. So they need to hear about this. You said transformative shift. Now, was this just with technology or was it with other things? It was a number of things. It wasn't just technology, but technology was a really important portion of it because there's so many incredible resources out there that can help take these things off your plate. I guess I'll share with you how this really started for me. And it's, granted, it's a little personal, but I'm going to do it anyway. It started with my own personal goals and my New Year's resolutions for 2016. And they were the most specific that they had ever been. And I think you know, a lot of us do New Year's resolutions, and whether we keep them or not, we still do them. And you know, this is a year that I actually, I made a commitment to doing things that were realistic, but also doing things that were really going to be helpful for me and what I think and what I believed I needed. So the start to that was a minimum of three days of exercise per week. And for me personally, that's really important because I feel better when I exercise. I have more energy. I'm on a plane a lot. I don't get sick. I sleep better. My mind is better. And my feeling was if I don't have my health, I'm not going to be good at any of these other things, meaning I'm not going to be a good husband or parent or coworker or colleague or boss if I don't have the effectiveness of health and wellness. So that was kind of my start is where I looked at it and I said, okay, that's got to be the first thing because if I don't have that, I've got, I, I can't do anything else well. And then the next piece of this, and, and this is going to sound very hokey to some of you, uh, and I'm surprised that I'm sharing this on the episode, but I'm going to because it's been instrumentally helpful, is that I introduced meditation 
in terms of as a habit. And this is not two hours and going off to another country and doing all these weird things. This is an app. It's called Headspace. It's very commonly used by many, many millions of people. And 10 minutes every morning, it's a phenomenal way to start off my day. And this came from a good friend of mine, Ray Aberdeen. Some of you may know him. He was the past president, the most recent past president of the Florida Bar Association. You know, and someone who is you know, very mindful of his actions and, and what he's doing. And he talked about this. Another person that also talked about it was Ernie Svensson, Ernie the Attorney. Some of you may know him as Ernie the Attorney. I like to call him, um, AKA, I like to call him ETA is what I like to call him. And you know, he's another person that also talked about the benefits. But I, when I started looking around at successful people in terms of successful people in business and in society, and I love biographies on leaders, that was one of the commonalities that I saw across the board is some sort of habit about time. And meditation was a big key component of that. Another thing that I saw was daily journaling. So again, this is not technology, and this is taking my time. However, it's grounding me every single day to be freed up and focused to do things that are the most effective and best use of my time. And daily journaling was another one of them. And this also came from Ray Abedin, who really talked about his experiences with it. And I use an app to do that as well. There's an app called Day One. It's right there. It's in my phone. It's with me wherever. It's, you know, goes across devices. I always have that with me. Another kind of element that I try to subscribe to is outsource as much as possible. And this is a hard one for me because I'm a control freak. And, you know, I truly believed that there's my way or the highway and nobody can do it better than I can. And I'm so wrong. I was so wrong about that. And when you start to think about what are these things that you can outsource and really think through how you're going to do it and is this the best use of your time, it gets a lot easier. And I use technology to do that as well. There's an app which I'll talk about later, but it's called Todoist. So I have a... You know, I started keeping tabs on things that I could outsource. And if it's something I could do immediately, I'd find a way to outsource. I'd find technology or a person, one of my colleagues, or any way to get this outsourced. And you know, it was hard for me, but it's really important. And that's something that, you know, probably for you and, you know, as you think about what can be delegated and outsourced, it's probably hard because you're expected to do a lot of these things. But at least ask that question. And maybe if it's not within the firm, maybe if there aren't things within the firm that you can be outsourcing, which I'm sure there are, but just in your personal life. Yeah, I no, I, I do agree with you. And sometimes they think it's easier to do it yourself than to try to explain it to someone. But you need to get over that, too, and just do the outsourcing. Let people run errands for you and things like that. So go ahead. I'm interested in this. And I think you're going to tell me that you use a standing desk. I do. In fact, I'm using it as we speak here today. And there's lots of them out there. The prices of them have come down. I got mine from Ikea, but for a few hundred dollars, you can find them online where you push a button, your desk goes up. You push a button, it goes down. There are some that have cranks as well. I find that when I'm standing, my blood is flowing better. I'm more focused. I'm more aware. 
And so the standing desk you know, was another piece that I introduced. And, you know, it's a byproduct of my workday. I know that some people use, you know, treadmill desks or even uh, elliptical or bicycle desks. I haven't gotten that far yet, but that would be nice to be able to, you know, walk or bike while you're at your desk. I haven't gone that far yet. But I think it's really about just the mindset of multitasking. Multitasking, to me, kind of the notion of it has changed. But it's about, well, so I shouldn't say, multitasking, there's a good multitasking and there's a bad multitasking. Absolutely. Go ahead. There are things that you can do while you're doing other things that aren't going to interfere with you being mindful and focused on what you're doing at that exact time. And I mean things like podcasts. And all of you that are listening to this, you're listening to this today, so you get that. You know, you get the benefits of it. But podcasts are a thing. And obviously, we have immense bias because of Legal Talk Network, and this is a business that we're in. But forget that. It has fundamentally changed my life, the convenience of consuming a podcast. Because when I'm getting ready in the morning, when I am doing chores around the house, when I am traveling, when I am exercising... I am never without, or if I'm at an appointment and I'm waiting and they're late, I am never without education or entertainment. And unlike a video or a webinar or a white paper or a book or an article or a magazine, I can't do those while I'm driving. I can't do those while I'm on uh, a bicycle or while I'm waiting in line at TSA or while I'm you know, kind of doing things around the house. But with a podcast, I can. And that's something that's fundamentally changed my life because... I can get that education and entertainment while I'm doing these other things. Well, Adam, I want to interject right here is that I think some of us can't help but multitask because we don't sit still easily. And I have a feeling you're one of those people, too. I should ask you if you're a Gemini because that's an issue with Geminis, too. But anyway, I use, I'm always listening to a podcast or a book anytime I'm doing anything, driving, dishes, laundry, You know, I don't stand in line or anything like that without having something else going on. And I use, and you probably know about this, Mm audible.com. And I would never read an entire book because I would go to sleep without, you know, I, I can't sit down and just read a book. So I'm always listening. And it's amazing how many books you can read that you wouldn't get to otherwise, or podcasts and so forth. So I think multitasking in that way is a really good thing. But do you multitask other ways? So I used to think that I could. And I think that that shift has changed. And there's been scientific data that has proven that we actually can't do multiple things at the same time. You know, the brain just doesn't function that way. And they've proven this with numerous studies. And, you know, and it's, it's interesting because when we look for you know, kind of new team members you know, to bring on, and we used to look for that, oh, multitasking, they can multitask. And as you think through that, do you really want somebody that's going to lose focus on one thing while they do something else? And for everyone that's listening, you know, if that's on your resume right now, and, and you know, it still is something that people want to see on there, I would say take multitasking off there, you know, and shift that focus to I can prioritize and you know and focus on my tasks and you know and I'm task oriented and and can get the job done because it's just something that's become so common, but it's really what you're saying is acknowledging that I'm going to fail, that I'm not going to do something great. So I don't like to call it necessarily multitasking, and I'm sure that there's a better word that we can come up with. But some of these things, you know, I like to call either life hacks or 
doing things because I'm doing something else. And there's got to be a better term that we can coin for this. Okay, well, now give us an example of that. Uh, well, some of my life hacks, and you know, I guess a better word for, or another way you could look at those are you know, optimization or byproduct of because I'm doing something. I'll share one. It's, <laughs> it's uh, well, I guess I'll share a few, but it, this one is, is pretty embarrassing. But I, you know, one of my commitments, uh, and it came from my colleague, you know, here in the Los Angeles office, was about hydration and drinking a lot of water, and that's all separate conversation that we can have about it. But I'm drinking a lot of water throughout the day, and we know what happens when you drink a lot of water: you go to the restroom a lot. So every time I do that, I come back to my office and I try and use that opportunity to kind of step away, which I do, and then I come back, and then I do some sort of exercise when I come back to my office and uh, where I'll do push-ups or squats or sit-ups or, or calf raises or stretch, or sometimes I'll sit on an exercise ball in our office. And I know that you know, everyone listening, this is not something that you can do in your office, and I can tell you it's pretty awkward when we have somebody new in the Los Angeles office, you know, and they see me doing push-ups or something weird, you know, as soon as I've come back from the restroom. But it's a way to introduce a change up in my day, get the blood flowing and get it moving. And it's just something that I use as a life hack or as a tool or as a reminder to do something good for myself that I think is going to help me with my day and balance and focus me. Okay. Now, you mentioned that you drink a lot of water. Are you going to talk about an app that reminds you to do that <laughs> by any chance later on or, or now? Or when do you want to do that? Yeah, I'll bet there is one. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there is one. And uh, it's interesting. I just got the uh, Apple Nike watch. And they have a Breathe app on there that reminds you to breathe. So I'm sure that there's probably something on there that reminds you to hydrate, although it's probably not measuring my hydration. I'm a little old school. Our accountant and colleague who's in the next office over to me bought me this giant metal jug that I fill up when I come into the office. And I don't know how many ounces it is, but it's big. And my barometer is I need to finish that by the end of the day. And some days I'm, you know, heading out of the office chugging water. But that's kind of my measurement of how, <laughs> of how I do it. Okay. But I'll be on the lookout for that app. Okay. Well, I know there is one because I've I read something about it the other day, but I didn't write it down or go to it. So anyway, I'm sure our listeners will let us know about that. Go ahead and tell me about your standing desk. Yeah. And it's just, it's a really easy way to introduce. I mean, there's a lot of options out there. You can get some that just, uh, there's a little like shelf you can put on your existing desk that you can raise up, you know, when you want a different perspective. I, as I mentioned, I have this one from Ikea. I push a button, goes up and down. I try and stand for you know at least three to four hours of my day. And there was this, I can't remember how long ago I saw it, but uh, it was a, a headline that says, sitting is the new smoking. And you know the premise behind it is all the damage that we cause to our body from sitting all day. And that's why they always say, you know, when you're flying or, you know, take time, stretch, move your body. So who knows? We may get to the point where they say standing is the new smoking and we should be sitting again. But for right now, I find the benefits because it keeps the blood flowing. I've also got a wireless headset that I can walk around and pace. Everybody loves it when I'm pacing, you know, yelling on a phone call. 
but it helps me focus and, and keep the blood flowing and move around. And I, I personally find and feel the benefits of it. It was very noticeable for me when I shifted from this. And I will tell you the first day I had my standing desk and I went home that day and I was sitting on the sofa and this never, I mean, this hasn't happened to me since college, but it was eight o'clock and I was sitting on the sofa and I woke up and it was like two in the morning and I like passed out with drool coming down the side of my face and my phone next to my side. And that's probably more information that you needed. But I just passed out from my day of just a few hours of standing. So there certainly is something there. And that was one of my testaments that said, okay, there's probably some value here. Right, right. Well, Adam, it's time to take a short break for a word from our sponsors, NALA, the Association of Legal Assistants and Paralegals, Boston University, and ServeNow, a nationwide network of trusted, pre-screened process servers. And when we come back, we'll continue our discussion with Adam Camrus, and he's going to be talking about more tools for helping us with our day. NALA means professional. NALA offers continuing education and professional development for all paralegals. A NALA certified paralegal credential has been a gold standard of professionalism for over 30 years. More than 15,000 paralegals have this certification, and nearly 2,000 have achieved the demanding, advanced certified paralegal. NALA works actively with all those in the legal field to promote the value of paralegals and to advance paralegal professionalism. See more about why NALA means professional at NALA.org. That's N-A-L-A dot org. Are you looking to advance your career? Do you know someone who wants to enter the paralegal profession? Boston University's fully online Certificate in Paralegal Studies is a fantastic option. It's affordable, takes just 14 weeks to complete, and is led by accomplished faculty who teach employer-focused skills like legal research, writing, technology, and more. Visit paralegalonline.bu.edu for more information and to download a free brochure. That's paralegalonline.bu.edu. Looking for a process server you can trust? ServeNow.com is a nationwide network of local pre-screened process servers. ServeNow works with the most professional process servers in the industry, connecting your firm with process servers who embrace technology, have experience with high-volume serves, and understand the litigation process and rules of properly effectuating service. Find a pre-screened process server today. Visit www.servenow.com. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. I'm Vicki Voison, and today my guest is Adam Camrus. Now, Adam has shared a lot of his personal habits and the origins of Time is the New Green. But now, Adam, let's get into some of the tools and the apps. Tell us what are some of your favorites. Yeah, well, so there's definitely a lot of them that are out there, and I try to narrow it down to some of the favorites for this. I guess let me kind of set this up how I originally, when I set up this presentation and was giving it, I kind of broke it down to your personal life, and there's some overlap there, as well as you know the firm and your work life. 
And the personal life, I created it around the story. It was around, framed around Brad Pitt as he was trying to date Angelina Jolie and you know how they met in their first date. However, being that they're either divorced or getting divorced or already divorced, probably no longer appropriate to include that portion. But I told the story about using all these apps as they were trying to date. And the first app in that was called Burner App. And that's B with a burner. And basically what this is, is, you know, some people have heard of burner phones. So this is a burner telephone number. And it's an app that allows you to set up a temporary telephone number. I used it when I was selling my car because I didn't want my cell phone number. You know, we have a home phone number. I don't know what the number is. And if someone called it, no one's going to answer it anyway. So I didn't want my cell phone number all over the internet selling this car and, you know, people calling at random times. So I set up a burner, a burner number where it's a temporary number. You set it up, you can get it within your area code. And then it forwards text messages or phone calls to your cell phone via the app. And there's a number of ways in which you could use that personally, professionally, you know, within the firm. You know, you may not want a client calling you, you know, or a lawyer calling you, you know, having, you know, your direct cell number. Um, or if you have a client that's not following up or not answering their phone calls, you can use it to maybe call from a different number. Maybe even on the collection front, obviously, you've got to check your ethics and your pretexting laws in your state. You know, but that's one way that you could use the Burner app. And I think it's just a neat piece of technology to have this temporary telephone number that you can get rid of when you're done. Open Table is another one. This is a restaurant reservation booking app. Obviously, it doesn't apply to everybody, but the old school way of booking a reservation is, you know, you'd call up the restaurant, you'd leave a message, then somebody would call you back a couple hours later, a day later, and then you'd miss that call and, you know, phone tag back and forth. Now you just go on there, find the restaurant, put in the guest, put in the time, put in, you know, feedback, special request, boom, it's booked. And then you can share it with everybody else and you get emails notifying you. Just again, saves a lot of time. Uber so I would imagine most of you have heard about Uber and you know what they've done is they've taken what historically for me has been a very bad experience getting into a taxi and being in a taxi and they've made it better, cheaper, easier, you know, and more transparent. And you know, not only does it save me time, but it saves me money for so many reasons. And I think I just read, you know, this is a company, this is a startup that wasn't around, you know, a few years ago. And now I think they're on track to do about $5 billion in revenue. They have a valuation of $65 billion. And it all started with this premise that said, you know what, taxis aren't a great experience. And they've solved it. And they're doing all kinds of other things now to make your life easier and more efficient and more effective. I can tell you, I travel a lot. I no longer when I get to an airport, get on a shuttle, go to the rental car place, wait in line for 30 minutes. As I'm walking out of the airport, I go to the app, I order the Uber. It's you know usually there when I get out, they take me to my destination. It's far cheaper, more efficient, more effective than renting a car. And it gives me more time because I'm in the back working and on the phone and doing things. I guess that's another example of multitasking or a hack where I can now work as opposed to have to focus on driving and directions and figuring out where I'm going. Another one that I definitely take some heat for because I'm a little militant about using it when I get into an Uber or if by chance I have to take a taxi. Um, it's called Waze. That's W-A-Z-E. And this is a mapping tool and directions and it's crowdsourced. So I remember I was driving through Illinois and 
this was the first time that I'd seen this notification where it said, you know, in 500 feet, it's going to rain. But it's crowdsourced from all the other drivers on the road. And so it tells you if there are police, if there's debris on the road, certainly if there's traffic or an accident, you know, in 700 feet, there is a vehicle, you know, on the side of the road. Um, But outside of that, it gives you real-time directions and has, even when I know where I'm going, and in Los Angeles, you know, this is a crazy place to drive, but it finds you these roundabout routes that get you to your destination much faster and to me can be a big time saver. There's this debate because Google owns Waze and Google has its own mapping and some people say they're the same. It's, It's not the same. To me, Waze is better. We can have the debate later. I use this, it saves me a lot of time. And when people don't use it, you know, I find that they're wasting my time. <laughs> so I get a little crazy about it. Right. Adam, let me interrupt you right there. Do you get a voice telling you these things with that app or do you have to read it or? Oh, yeah. No, it's turn by turn on your phone. That's a good question. Okay. So, you know, just like other turn by turn navigation, you know, it tells you when to turn and turn right or turn left and, you know, approaching roundabout and all these other things. Yeah, it definitely walks you through it, but it also gives you, you know, tells you about the notifications of what's coming up, you know, if, if there's a red light camera or other things. I mean, it, it's really, to me, it's about the traffic, you know, and finding the best route. Now, you can't use this blindly because it does, you know, it's not perfect. And sometimes it'll have you get off the freeway or the highway and, you know, get you right back on. But overall, I find that it gets me to my destination much faster than I could have gotten there other ways. Lux is another one. And like the name Luxury, this is sort of a luxury, but this is your own personal valet parking. It's an app and you tell it where you're going. You put in the destination and you get there and somebody in a blue coat shows up. Uh, Let's hope it's the person that works for the company. They take your car and they park it for you. They can also fill up with gas and wash it and do these things. I know that this sounds... Like a luxury, however, if you live in a big city where parking can be expensive, this is actually usually far less expensive than parking in a lot of your downtown garages for the day. But here's the real kicker. Let's just say you have lunch in one destination where you drop off your car and then you've got to go to the courthouse after. When you're done at the courthouse, you can order your car back to the courthouse and they'll bring it to where you are. And you don't have to walk back to the garage or where you were originally, or if you've got multiple meetings within a day. It's, it's actually, it's a beautiful way that technology is making things easier. And again, it's you know more cost effective than parking in most of these garages. Another one being respectful of your time is this company is called Filled, which is F is in Frank, I-L-L-D or Purple. And, and this is only Purple app. This is only in a few cities right now, but it's gas delivery. You don't have to go to the gas station anymore and wait for your car to fill up or wait for the line you know, and go there to get the gas, they'll come to you, they'll fill up your car. It's there, you're paying, um, you know, a little bit of a premium for it. But I think we're going to continue to see things like this, where, you know, these services are delivered, and they're, you know, at or below the cost that you're used to paying, because you don't have to pay for all the overhead of a physical gas station. And they can do this and come to you, bring it to your home or your office and deliver it. There's a lot of these other services that are out there for vehicles where they'll come and they'll fix your car and, you know, do repairs. You don't have to go and wait at a repair. I mean, there's so many of them out there. But if you do have to do those things, you can, I just remember the days when you had to have somebody drop you off at the repair shop or, or sorry, come pick you up and then drop right. you. You can now use Uber. And, you know, it's usually a couple dollars to bring you back to your office or to bring you back home. 
So this is, I think, it's a really interesting app, and it's called Service. The URL or the website is getservice.com. And their motto is, you know, have an issue with the business, let us make it right for you. So I don't know how they make money because it's free, but if you have a bad experience at a hotel or a restaurant or feel like you're charged, you know, airline fees erroneously or you just don't think they're right or even warranty issues, they will go out on your behalf. You go to their website, you fill out a quick intake form, put in some information, and they'll go out and try and solve that for you you know, in terms of getting you some money back or a credit or something along those lines. I think it's, you know, really interesting, these services that are allowing you to outsource and take things that would be pretty painful. I mean, that's probably one of the lowest forms of the way I'd want to use my time in terms of, you know, complaining about an experience or service that I had. There's now a company uh, and a tool that'll do this for you. And, excuse me, I want to add that that is terribly time-consuming when you're trying to do it yourself. So definitely want to use that one. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so Honey is another one. This is joinhoney.com. And this is a browser plugin or extension that you add to your browser. And so I don't know about you, but whenever I go to a website and an e-commerce site and I'm checking out and they've got the total and the tax and everything on there and the shipping, and then it says, you know, do you have a coupon code or promo code? I can tell you how I feel, but I don't know. Vicki, how do you feel when you see that? I wish I had a promo code. <laughs> That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. I always, I'm, I, w- I feel like I'm overpaying. Like someone's right. getting a better deal than I'm getting. Well, so what Honey does is Honey, and, and so, you know, do you take the time to go out and search for, you know, the target coupon and, uh, you know, see if you can find one that's valid and put it in there. Right. You're also getting on somebody's list when you go out to do that. So again, a waste of time. But if Honey will help, I thought you were going to say Honey do. So (laughs) I like this. (laughs) Yeah. So it's automatic. It's as you go to checkout, it automatically crawls the web, searches for discounts or coupons or promotional codes for you. If they have them, they plug them in to you know, that section on the website, and you just hit submit just like you would normally do. Now, it does take a few seconds as they crawl to see what's out there, but this is not something that you have to go out and do on your own. And I think to kind of close out the personal piece, this has been one of my favorites. And again, I've embarked on this this year and continue to try and find these time sucks for me that are draining. And there's the premise, you know, just about anything can be delivered. And there's so many companies that are trying to do land grabs and market share that they are losing money on their services because they want to build a customer base and an audience and they have you know the financial backing to be able to do this. Look out in your world, see what you're doing, and chances are there's probably an app tool or company that can do it far more cost-effectively than you can and bring it to you. And I mentioned Google Express before. This is one of my favorites because there's a company that a store that you know some of you may know about, and I don't know if they have one near you. Vicki, is there a Costco near you? Oh yes, and Sam's Club. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what happens? What happens every time you go to Costco? You know, what happens to your your, your cart in terms of uh, how does it look? Well, you know? you know, Adam, I usually go in for one or two things, and I end up with a cart full. So. And it happens to everybody. Yep. There's no one who can go in there and buy one thing. Yep. And they've created a beautiful experience, and they've taken the guesswork. I mean, it's magical what they've created at Costco. It's, I do enjoy going there. However, 
here in Los Angeles, that's a half a day experience because you've got to drive there. You've got to park, you know, a half mile away. You've got to get your cart, the line to get in. You go through, oh, let's try this. Look what's on special. Same thing. You fill up your cart with all the stuff you didn't come there intended to buy. Well, Google Express has solved that for me because you can order from Costco on there and either that day or the next day, whatever you order will be at your home or at your office. And it's $75 for the year. There's a number of other stores that Google Express works with. And again, this is not in every city yet, but it will be. Uh, well, maybe not every city, but it will certainly be in, in the larger cities. And this is one where the $75, that's, that's a lot of money. But if you think about what your time's worth, that's one visit to Costco I've made and not having to go there, forget everything that I would have bought that I didn't need to buy. I paid it, it delivered, it shows up at my office or home, and it's phenomenal and still lets me go to Costco, but yet I don't have to go there with all the pain of going there. Absolutely. Now, I want to ask you, this seems similar to Amazon Prime, and I don't know if you want to talk about that right here, but there always is an annual fee, and I noticed that you said this costs $75. If your order is over $15, is the delivery free? Is that how it is? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I should have mentioned that Amazon Prime, I guess I feel that that's one that probably most people know about. Right. They do have Amazon to have same day. I can't remember what they call that as well. I haven't used that as much, but when I was back there looking for that microphone, that was one of the places I was checking. And I love Amazon Prime. And I think that, you know, getting things within two days to your door is phenomenal. But Amazon, at least to my knowledge, isn't going to go to Costco for me. No, they're not. <laughs> so... Okay. I want Kirkland. I want my Kirkland products, Vicki. Kirkland. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now tell me, t- t- tell me if you have some apps that you can use at work that will help paralegals in their work. Yeah, sure. So these are some of the shifts that we've made at our company and immense time savers. So the first one that I'll start with, and I, I know there's a lot of big fans of Outlook and Office 365 and Moving to the cloud, I think, is kind of the first shift to that. But for us, and and this was something we did a long time ago, and I remember going from Outlook to Google for Work is what it used to be called. It's now called G Suite. And that's your email. Those are your spreadsheets. Those are your docs. It's all collaborative. It's a shift in terms of how you manage email because you no longer have to delete it. And it's on every single device. I think from the times, I mean, there's so many elements that makes this better than supporting email in your firm or using your IT firm to support your email. There's a ton of time savings that happens. But for me, the immediate notice, the immediate measurement that I noticed was I was saving about an hour a day in spam protection just because the spam technology is so strong. And you go in there and look at your spam, you'll see the hundreds of messages a day you know, that are being automatically moved over to spam that you don't have to go through. So that was a huge shift. But just like, you know, in preparation, you know, now having, if any of you have a, you know, multiple offices or colleagues that are working remote or from home, the shared spreadsheets, you can all be looking in real time at a document or at a spreadsheet and make a change. And you don't have to, you know, save it, attach it, send it an email, wait for a revision to come back. And even with our counsel, you know, my, I push them to use Google because I hate version control. That's just crazy to me. You know, when you can do this all in a Google Doc, you can see the archive, you can see the history, you can see the changes, and it's all in real time. And I don't have to download and attach and reattach and change the name and all those things that really bug me. 
Adam, this is one of the things that keeps you, me, and other people in the industry from being stressed, and that's the most important part. So go on and tell us some more of these apps that you like to use. Yep, and you actually just brought up another idea. And in a stressful, busy law firm, you know, the other push was hardware agnostic, meaning I can take my laptop, smash it with a sledgehammer, and because we've migrated what we do to the cloud, I am immediately set up on an iPad, on another computer, on my cell phone, anywhere. I'm no longer tethered to this notion that I have to be at the office. Now, that can be a bad thing, <laughs> you know, especially with the workloads that we all have. But that notion of you're preparing for trial and all of a sudden your computer crashes, well, that's no longer a concern anymore you know, because of the use of technology. Actually, Adam, I've been reading about lawyers who actually go to trial only with their phone. Mm -hmm. Because they have so many things, the apps that are on there for them to use. They don't have to even take their iPad. So definitely makes life easier. Yep. The folding cart business, I would be concerned, uh, you know. (laughs) Right. But you know what? You're going to put paralegals out of business because that's what we took care of. Uh, there are far better <laughs> far better uh, uses, uses for paralegals. Time. I agree. Yep. I agree. Okay, let's move on here. Yep. Next one. So, and this was an interesting one is that I like. So, it's the Outlook app for Gmail on Apple or iOS devices, and to me, this is the best email app out there on the market right now. And obviously, that could change. But what's interesting is Microsoft and Apple and Google, none of them like each other. However, I find it interesting that Microsoft created the best Gmail app for the iPhone. And one of the best things about it is the ability to schedule appointments in there and kind of share times that they can pick from. Another one, this is a big time saver in, in the firm and in your day, are snippets. And I don't know if you've covered snippet. Have you have you talked about snippets in the past? No. Okay. So one of the tools that's out there, and, and basically a snippet is, it allows you to put in a code so like a two key code on your keyboard, and then it can add your disclaimer. And some people like putting those in the signatures or some repetitive use of verbiage that you're using. You know, it certainly could be in motions or documents or, you know, things that you're saying the same thing, you know, if they're already not in a template somewhere that you're using, but you just have this little key code that you key in and it will add it to the document. And you can share that with the rest of the team so that you can all have the exact same snippets. A tool that's out there is called Text Expander. That's one of the tools that you can look at so that you're not typing directions to get to your firm every single time. You just hit two little key buttons in there, and it automatically adds it because that's the snippet that's been created for this. Wow. Okay. Big time saver. Big time saver. You know, especially if you look at that, you know, collectively out over the, you know, the entire firm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and what are these repetitive messages? So this has been one of my big ones, and I really love it. It's X dot, and I can't, did you see here? I said love uh, about technology. So it's called X dot AI. And this is a artificially intelligent virtual assistant. So what that means, and it's not dot com, you know, it's AI instead of dot com. So it's just the letter X and AI dot com. So what this is, is you get a virtual assistant that's a robot, and you can choose from Amy or Adam. And what they do is they schedule your meetings for you, schedule calls. And the process is you're on an email exchange or you're on a phone call and you say, you know, in the email, 
you know, great, let's have a phone call. And I say, I've CC'd Amy, my parentheses bot assistant, to schedule the call. And then I'll put a little message, Amy, please set up a time for Vicky to talk. Um, and then, you know, Vicky, you know, look forward to connecting. So I CC Amy on there. Amy will, behind the scenes, look at my calendar, reach out to you and start having some dialogue saying, you know, you know, hi, Vicky, this is Amy. I'd like to get something on the calendar with Adam. Please let me know if these times work. If not, you can have full sentence conversations with Amy. And the end result is she will put, you know, when she's worked this out with you, she'll just add it to my calendar. All I have to do is accept it. Meeting booked. Gone are the days of 20 emails back and forth to schedule a phone call or meeting. Adam, I've actually been the recipient of email from you through Amy, and I would have sworn I was working with the real person. So that was interesting. What's interesting is there, and I always put that it's a bot in there because I don't want people to be caught off guard, but sometimes they don't see it and they're having full-on conversations with Amy and asking questions about me. And I don't know what those responses are, but I, it, she somehow finds a way to handle them. And especially like if they get off track, she'll notify you. But outside of that, it's out of sight, out of mind. It just gets taken care of and it saves me a lot of time. Another one kind of along that vein is called Charlie App. And this is meeting intelligence. So what Charlie App will do is it'll go through and it'll scan my calendar and it'll find email addresses within my calendar and then it will create a profile based on who that person is. The old days I used to go through and I would, when I was having a phone call, I would set up a, you know, I would go to LinkedIn, I would search their social media. You know, I want to be prepared for the meeting. Um, I'd see what I could find out about the person. This will go in there and do it for me and create a profile and, you know, based on a number of criteria. So it's all just set up. I can go see that preview. I can go see the links to LinkedIn or to their Twitter handle. Uh, and it's all set up for me before the meeting. Adam, these are all great tips, but we're running out of time. And so let's let's run through these last ones and just give everybody an overview. I'm really interested in Hello Sign. I love Hello Sign. It's basically gone are the days of download, sign, scan, save, reattach, email, send. It's just right from the attachment. You sign it, you send it right back. And same thing for mobile. It's a really seamless experience. Okay. You know, another one that is great, it's part of mobile, is it's called ScanBot. And I don't know if you've ever gotten attachments as photos that they've taken and you, you know, 10 different photos show up. But what I love about ScanBot is one, it scans really well, converts to a PDF, but you can put multiple pages in there, you know, all within one PDF. So you scan it, add it pages, attaches it all to one PDF, zip it, send it right from the email, right from the app, and, and sends it off. Oh, great. And, um, another one is called Todoist, and that's T-O-D-O-I-S-T. And as I mentioned this earlier in the conversation, you know, this is how I keep track of all of my to-dos and tasks. And you know, if I do have one of those days, again, where I'm thinking about all the things I didn't get done, which doesn't happen as often, you know, I can just add them to Todoist. Something that I think is really important for security is using a password program. And there's a number of them that are out there. Dashlane, LastPass, 1Password. But you want to have, obviously, different passwords on all your devices. I don't have to go and look it up because there's a browser plugin where I just come on and click on the password, put in my one made password, and it automatically populates the password for me on all the programs where I have them set up. SHIP, S-H-Y-P. I don't know how many of you are, you know, when you're sending things, if you're going off to FedEx or UPS or the post office, that was another pet peeve of mine is going to that post office. 
didn't seem like an environment where things were happening as fast as I wanted them to here in Los Angeles. Well, ship's taking that off your plate. You take a picture of what you want to send. Somebody will show up, pick it up, package it for you, and find the most cost-effective way to send it for you. Perfect it. This is another one. This is actually a disclaimer. It's a new sponsor to Legal Talk Network on New Solo. If you go to intelligentediting.com, right now it's just a PC version, but they're going to have a Mac version shortly. It's editing software, and it checks for all the things that your current software in terms of Word and Docs is not checking for. And it's proofreading and checking for grammar and other elements in those documents and capitalization and those things that you'd want to catch because you don't want that document showing up to the lawyer or to the client wrong. And this does it and goes in there for you. And it's a very, very cost-effective way to do it. And I think the final one, and I touched on that before, and obviously you're already listening to a Legal Talk Network show, but Legal Talk Network, you know, it's a great way to stay on top of what's happening within legal and just podcast in general for you know anything that you want to learn about or work on in life or entertainment. There are shows out there that are riveting and the content is amazing. And you can do this while you're doing other things. You know, Adam, the one thing I do like about Legal Talk Network is that you do go to different conventions and so forth, and you interview people there. And I think that's so important for the people who aren't able to be there to really get a feel for what's going on. So I think that's a plus. Now, I have a question for you. Speaking of conventions, if our audience wants to hear more about all of this, do you have any seminars planned? Yeah, it looks like the next one on the docket where I'm going to be touching on some of these is the 2017 ABA Tech Show in Chicago, uh, and that'll be in March. And I'm going to be on a panel called 60 Tech Tips in 60 Minutes. And uh, my co-presenters are Deborah Savadra, Rochelle Washington from uh, the DC Bar, Ivan Hemmons, and Jack Newton, who's the uh, Clio co-founder, are also going to be on there sharing. You know, just like I shared some of these today, and there's a lot more that I have in the presentation, you know, sharing those tips that are helping their lives or, or help optimizing their lives and their practices. That sounds wonderful. And I hope I see you at the NALA convention in Tampa in July. I don't know if we have that on the calendar yet, but I'd uh, certainly love to be there. And who knows, maybe this is even a uh, seminar we could give uh, at NALA this year. Sounds like a plan. So is there anything else that you want to leave with our listeners today? Well, I've certainly taken a lot of this today, and it's a little odd because it's an episode about time, but uh, we've used a lot of it. And there's, there's, unfortunately, there's a lot of tips and tools that we can go through. But I think the premise is, be curious, ask yourself the questions about, is there somebody better or more cost-effective? And kind of knowing your pay rate and seeing if you can find somebody that's at a low pay rate that you can outsource this to, or is there a technology? And you know, just asking yourselves, if this doesn't feel right, you know, what are some ways that I can do this differently? And it's really about finding ways to respect your time and optimize your life you know, so that you can have more of it and do the things that you really want to do with it. Adam, that's all the time we have for today. But if our listeners want to get in touch with you or find out more information about you, how would they do that? Sure. Twitter is a great place. Uh, I am at Adam Cameras, and I'm sharing things that I think that are interesting or articles that I'm reading about technology uh, and legal. LinkedIn is another place, and, and certainly at the Legal Talk Network. And that's LegalTalkNetwork.com, right? 
Correct. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. I hope to have you again someday. Thank you, Vicki. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Bye now. Let's take another break now. Don't go away. And when I come back, I'm going to have news and career tips for you. We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, too. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. This is the time of the show when I have my practice tips for you. And I know that we've gotten a lot of great tips from Adam today. And one thing that he said that really resonated with me was that, you know, pay attention, respect your time. And, you know, when you see something or hear something, investigate and see if it's really going to work for you. There were several of these apps that I think I'm going to certainly look into, but I just read an article over the internet, and it was called 18 Best Apps for Lawyers. And actually, this is from Clio. Clio is also a sponsor of Legal Talk Network. But they had some apps that I'd heard of. Not all of them were unique, but it's where the attorney can use all kinds of apps to make their lives easier and to make going to court easier. One that he mentioned is TripIt, T-R-I-P-I-T. It tracks travel expenses. It will do that for you if you're going to a meeting or and you need to be reimbursed. And it syncs with uh, Microsoft Outlook and your Google Calendar. So take a look at that. And you might also want to read that article. It's 18 Best apps for lawyers. Just Google that and it will pop up for you. That's all the time we have for today for the Paralegal Voice. If you have any questions about today's show, please email them to me at Vicki, V-I-C-K-I, at paralegalmentor.com. Don't forget to check out my website, paralegalmentor.com, and you'll find resources there. You'll find a link to my blog and so forth. And Everything there has been designed to help you move your career in the right direction, and that's always forward. This is Vicki Voison thanking you for listening to the Paralegal Voice, and always go out and make your Paralegal Voice heard. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to The Paralegal Voice, produced by the broadcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. Join Vicki Voison for her next podcast on issues and trends affecting paralegals and legal assistants. Subscribe to the RSS feed on LegalTalkNetwork.com or in iTunes. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. 
Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.